0: You're listening to Fintechs A, a podcast that explores the innovations and challenges in Canada's fintech landscape. My name is Sue Britton. I'm the CEO of Firefly Growth and an entrepreneur with over 30 years of experience in the financial industry. I also serve on the FinPay Committee, and I'm an advisor for Holt Exchange. Join us as we sit down with industry leaders, trailblazers, and pioneers to discuss their journey, the evolution of fintech, and what's next for Canada's ever-dynamic fintech ecosystem. Here today, um, I'm joined by Hamad Arbabi. Hamad is CEO and founder of Vopay. And uh, I welcome, Hamad.
1: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: And I understand you're based out of Vancouver. Yes. I am a newfound BC resident, and so... um, I lived in Ontario for 25 years and I've finally seen the light. So now I get to enjoy what you've been enjoying for for so long.
1: Yes, probably not. This is not the best month, but definitely Vancouver is an amazing city.
0: (laughs) Yeah, apparently some sort of, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I don't know. Rain
1: cover. Rain cover. Whatever. Most amount of rain. Right, right,
0: right. Well, I was in Ottawa last week and I think they have 30 centimeters of snow. So I'm still, I think we're still okay. <laughs> so um, so Hamid, it's great to to meet you. And I've heard a lot about your company and I've heard a lot about you. But maybe, why don't you tell us about Vopay and, you know, sort of, um, I think you founded the company in 2014. What's been your journey and why did you start Vopay and what, did, what is the essence of what you do?
1: Yes. So maybe I can tell you why I started bope uh, and yeah. and then will, I'll tell you where we are uh, uh, and so the story is I, I come from a telco background and and in my previous venture uh our 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 service was uh, focused on uh, wholesale carrier service. We were basically contracting telcos domestically, internationally and and provide them uh, what it's called airtime and I think the only thing that was moving uh, physically was the money between the banks and uh, the biggest challenge we had uh, was tracking reconciliation and and, and and movement of money and it was a fairly mechanical process for us. Our finance team was growing as fast as our technology team and and I was always curious that wh- how is this uh, problem uh, can be solved for organizations such as mine. And we also had a retail operation, which we had six, seven thousand store locations uh where we were receiving paper checks. And oh. and and that was another issue where uh on on a micro side. So we had the macro problem on on larger transactions, domestic international, and then we had the micro problem. So that got me thinking of uh of 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 my next venture. In, in in my career and when i exited that venture i started educating myself to understand how the entire ecosystem works where the banks are where the central banks are and 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 the payment organizations such as payment canada or nachos of the world and <laughs> where some 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 concept of OP can can have a, a position where it can help the organizations outside the, the financial ecosystem to to streamline their, their, their money movement operation.
0: Wow. Interesting. That's, um, and, and so it's been a journey for you over the past. Six well, years. Guess not, six years. Yes. Wow. That's, uh, that's amazing. Can you give us a bit of an example, um, for, you know, like of some of your clients and, and, you know, the, maybe, you know, just, uh, more specifically, like an example of the problem that yeah. you solve with WOPAY?
1: Yeah, so uh, maybe I tell you what we do. Our 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 pitch line, where, okay. where <laughs> we, we are uh, we are we we, we offer a set of APIs and 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 resources, which are uh, things such as SDKs, white label experiences to other uh, verticalized software applications or ERPs. And, and help them to either bring money movement into their entire solution or enhance how money movement is currently uh, structured. And um, just, just to put a kind of a picture on it, maybe I, I, I use lending industry as an example. Okay. So we have, uh, and that no, no, that's, that's basically covers 30% of our portfolio of, of customers. Okay. And 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 the way we we contribute to that industry is by partnering with organizations that called LMS or loan management softwares. Mm-hmm. And loan management softwares are the solutions or or those vertical software applications that service lenders. So lenders want to sign up, uh, uh, start offering loans. They use that software. They they issue loans. They calculate the interest rate. If the delay uh, approval and funding and repayments but traditionally when it comes to processing the actual uh, payments of the loan or what they refer in their industry as funding the loan mm-hmm. uh, they have to take that information to their bank or a platform outside the core software which they manage their business on a daily basis and process that transaction and come back and manually reconcile within that core platform. Same thing when it comes to repayment of the loans, that that they have to take the information for the loans that are due on that uh, certain day, process it with the bank or service provider, and then reconcile it manually in the system. So there is inefficiency, risk of human error, and 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 it's getting more problematic as they scale across thousands or 10 thousands of uh, loans or borrower portfolios—it becomes hectic to, to manage and, and, and grow that way. So we bring the entire solution through partnership with these loan management softwares into the core, so they have one dashboard that they, have, they can do—they can manage the entire business operation. Which means when the loan is approved by clicking on a kind of a button within that application, to fund the loan. We will. They will communicate with our platform. We manage the money movement and then reconcile back to the book. Same thing with repayments. We tell them who has paid, who did not pay, and then they can manage that business more efficiently within one interface rather than having multiple user providers, and and helping them to improve their bottom lines. You know, reducing uh, or relocating FTEs for more to to, to areas that contribute more to their business growth rather than tracking and, and and processing transactions manually.
0: Interesting. And so the manual part of it, if they didn't have you, like how literally would money move?
1: It's it's what we see in our everyday banking. So I, it's no different that as a person, when you want to send a transaction to an individual from your uh, bank account, imagine e-transfer or, or a paper check that is that I always try to help businesses to understand that there is your business has no difference without technology on how you manage your personal payments with the difference that you have to do this at scale and you have to register these in in, in another system, which is your accounting software. Otherwise, you will not have any visibilities on on your business financial activities. And automation is the key for growth uh, and 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 accuracy for financial data because at the end of the day, any business that we track there is a component of money movement, and and the better you manage the the finances, it improves your cash flow, it improves your 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 operation efficiencies, and the result is business growth.
0: Very interesting because I uh, um, it makes me think about uh, just reached out to so. I'm a small business so not uh, likely, you know, not likely a potential customer for you but um but it sure would be nice if one of my providers enabled me to move money in a in a more efficient way because uh at the moment I have two different business accounts and a personal account and I have no way of moving you know more yep. than $3000 um between those business and and personal accounts it's very frustrating
1: we are getting there. We are, we have we have started working <laughs> with lots of accounting softwares in this space. Uh, major brands. Uh, I can't share the names, but they all yeah. have green or blue logos. <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I know that I think those might be yes. just yeah, the two and, biggest and, ones. And and our and our uh
1: basically uh goal is to make that uh, make that available to as many as businesses across Canada and, and US. Um, wow. and maybe I want to quickly touch on kind of our three goals as part of our mission statement. Uh, one is digital transformation, and and that means empowering businesses to transition to to digital services. Uh, which which finance is one of the key pillars in in digital transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, financial inclusion, which is, uh, I think we we look at financial inclusion from different points of views. That how. Uh, financial services are not accessible the way they are supposed to be in Africa but we don't consider SMB uh, that that is not included in all the financial services that's also lack of financial inclusion and 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 we see that even across in uh, uh, regions and individuals in Canada so our goal is to enable as many as platforms and software application to To be able to reach to the last mile, which are individuals in remote areas or or businesses yes. that that can operate better and and faster with access to to more services and sustainable financing, which we want to eliminate paperwork, checks, anything that can have uh, negative impacts on 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 climate. Uh, so we are we are really focused on marrying the, the digital transformation to. Uh, uh financially uh to, to sustainable financing to eliminate uh those inefficiencies.
0: Wow. Well that's very clear. Um and uh, uh it's you know it's not often you have uh a fintech who has such a clear, you know, mission and value proposition. Um and so beyond your, you know, sort of uh you mentioned lending as you know, about 30% of your business what do your other um, market segments look like yes. uh
1: so there are uh we are we are vertical focused so there are there are various industries that come to us but in terms of rope we uh, we we other than lending we are uh, fairly invested in uh proptech which is around uh, property management softwares that that uh-huh. the 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 rent payments across uh uh, uh, mom and pop uh, landlord or commercial landlords and, and help mm-hmm. them that to, to uh, also pay their bills. We are also, I think, pretty strong in human resource management softwares. There are various use cases such as uh, payroll management or, or uh, tip management softwares that leverage our platform, gig worker platforms that use our services to to, to streamline the money movement and there are lots of complexities across each one of these uh, uh, subcategories mm-hmm. of human resource management. Uh, we are ex- expanding into uh, two other verticals uh, in 2024, which is insurance and healthcare. And in insurance, we work, so we have the same approach to every industry we go because we want to be able to have an impact in every vertical. And mm-hmm. uh, to insurance companies one by one, it's, probably not going to help them to address the problem that they have for inefficiencies so it's just we are bringing additional service but we want to live within their uh within the core software application that they use to manage their business uh on regular basis so we are uh working with insurance software providers to help them automate claim payments premium payments payments to brokers from carriers carriers to agents so there there are there are those complexities that that uh, multiple entities involved in every transaction, and same thing in the healthcare space. How we can improve uh, payments across, you know, hospitals and doctors and patients and doctors and and <laughs> and all the entities that are uh, involved in that uh, uh, industry.
0: Wow, it sounds like you have a giant uh, market opportunity based on what you've described. Yes. That's
1: that keeps that's us
0: inc- up at night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, congrats on on uh, your success. It's not uh, it's not easy to you know make it from uh, founding a company to where you are now. So, um, okay. So uh, I know we we're not going to talk too much about like the or at all really about the regulatory changes. But it strikes me when I when I listen to you that when the real time rail is up and running, uh, that you might be one of those, you know, um, as uh, the Bank of Canada likes to say, payment service providers yes. that uh, might enjoy um, direct access and uh, to be a, an RTR participant. So move your own money directly within the payments rails. Is that, is that a fair statement?
1: Yes, uh, we are definitely looking forward to that and and yeah. you know when it comes to regulation uh i think i, I operated in in various regulated industries you know telco and, and sure. finance. yeah finance uh, they there were there were heavily regulated uh, the same the same structure different different regulation but uh and i and i always uh look at regulation as something that can safeguard the industry to protect even bad actors or or individuals uh, uh 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 within that within that industry and 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 i think the new changes might be challenging for smarter fintechs that 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 will not be able to cope easily but as as an industry uh uh kind of uh uh player, we, we wanna make sure we support the the the, the entire uh uh ecosystem and, and mm-hmm. make sure that if we have ability to build services or solutions that can help other uh providers uh that are more maybe focused on sales, their sales organizations and technology organizations. They might not be well adapted to these new regulations or they cannot build the tools to stay uh compliant. So uh, we just just as in, in a general uh, kind of explanation, we are building a solution that will okay. help other parties. While we are, we want to stay on top of being uh, compliant, we are also building tools and services for other fintechs that they can use that to streamline their regulatory compliance yeah. requirements. It's reporting and, and the frameworks that they have to comply with.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great to hear. I think that will become... Very important as we sort of start 2024. is the, um, you know, you probably know Ron Morrow, the executive director of supervision for the Bank of Canada, and he's very concerned that, um, you know, payment service providers register, but then ultimately, you know, um, you know, he he sort of characterized it as like it, you know, he says there's 2,500 PSPs in Canada. But it's a long tail. So there's a lot of very small companies. And I think everybody's, you know, maybe just generally <laughs> concerned that yeah. to your point that they'd be able to actually, you know, find they'll be able to register. But how do they actually, you yeah. know, um, put those put those practices in place? So if you're, if you're there to help them for that with that, I think that would be uh, uh, that's going to be welcome news.
1: I think the sad reality is there there will be some consolidations Yeah. From smaller companies either marriage or or mid uh take over the smaller one large yeah. take the mid one and 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 that's not just because of the regulation but also because of the economy challenges that that we are uh facing right now For sure for uh, sure it's not just just fintechs it's it's many other uh uh of industries especially in the tech space we see lots of the challenges right now from you know layoffs and and all the other things that businesses cannot scale the what uh, with the pace that they were expecting mm-hmm. uh, but in the fintech space it's just kind of the regulation and the economy is is putting a little bit more pressure on on the smaller players in this space
0: yeah yeah uh, it is incredible to think of how much we have experienced over the last several years and, you know, you know, here at home, as well as, you know, globally. And um, it's probably too hard to actually sort of pull apart, you know, is it the impact of the economy? Is it the impact of the pandemic? Is it what exactly it is? But there's no doubt that things, (laughs) (laughs) things are much more difficult than they were, you know, in the heydays of uh, pre-pandemic time. Low interest rates, you know, growth, growth like crazy. Anyway,
1: So ripple we'll, effect of chaotic events.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> right, unplanned chaotic events. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, your global expansion uh, plans and and maybe, you know, how you kind of approach sort of looking at. The global market and you know where you where you're sort of focused on your um expansion uh yeah maybe just talk to us a little bit about that that's great so
1: from the day that i founded ropeway my vision uh, uh was to to turn it into a global uh, fintech as a service uh provider that uh that that we can operate in various jurisdictions and and even the way we build our platform has that uh Components uh, built into uh, the, the 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 heart, where we can it's, it's agnostic, where we can easily make changes uh, based on various various components uh, within each jurisdiction. And and, uh, uh, and our growth strategy, as as we have been been organically scaling into different uh, different territories, so we are right now in Canada and US. And as we speak, uh, we are in the process of. Uh, uh, going live in in few Latin American countries such as mm. Brazil, Argentina, Chile, and Mexico and and also getting our shops set up in, in in Europe uh to to basically have these regions covered uh in uh in, in, in 2024 and the way we do that or the reason we do that is is that we have these partners where they globally, that they, 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 they operate globally. Like the same software applications that I mentioned in different verticals are not just operating in Canada or US. Some of them have operation in Latin America. So it's for us it's a no-brainer to, uh, as to, to grow with an existing partner that will basically finance our operation for a certain period and help us to uh, build and validate and 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 adopt the products to the local market with their supports and and then scale from their organic. And we see that across many of our partners where some of them are headquartered in Europe. They started in Canada, they scaled with us in the US, and now they want to leverage our technology in, in Europe because they enjoyed uh uh the, the value that that we bring uh to the table, and, and now they want to use Volpay uh, uh, as the primary choice of uh, uh, fintech services.
0: Oh, wow. and what makes um what makes an attractive partner to you in terms of, you know, maybe a bit of the characteristics of a of a company that's looking for a, a you know, um, uh, payment processing provider like yourselves.
1: I think we we are well suited for larger organizations. If that's Mm -hmm. a standard question, like ideal customer profile. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so we, we are well suited for larger organizations that have complex money movement operations, which means there are multiple entities involved. Imagine Walmart that has north american operation yeah they have walmart wholesale they have walmart retail and then they have the branches and then locations and then locations have vendors or they have universal vendors and and how every entity will move money behind the scene to pay it's not just the, the payments are not just credit card processing that we tap at the location when we purchase something that money needs to move multiple hands to continue mm-hmm. cycle in the supply chain. They need to do payroll, they need to do taxes, they need to pay agents, brokers, transportation. There are so many components involved. And, and, and our platform has the capability to mirror their existing ERP systems. So the ERP system, if they wanna automate the payment and get rid of you know, manual processing of checks and wires, they can easily replicate that process with our fully customizable APIs. To reflect okay. all the entities and how every every organization transact with the other one.
0: Okay. And so is there in that then, is there like when I think about insurance, there's, you know, many, many, many brokers who, you know, uh, obviously will be looking at um their back office providers to help them with some of this, but likely there's some technology challenges there to be able to move money the way you do um and so is there a uh you know a, a a sort of segment of the market that's too small or maybe that's served through other partners that you're i don't think uh
1: so the way we we look at it is how we reach to the smaller players where okay a broker that that has 1000 policies and they have to do claim payments or or various use cases yeah. And for us, if we directly sell to them, we are, we are not going to be able to serve them well because yeah. we want to make sure uh, as part of our vision, and uh, mission to add value. It's not just the transactional aspect. Right, of, sure. We, okay. Uh, I point earlier that if you are adding another provider, which means you are still doing things manually, but if we can go through the insurance management software, that service, that broker for their everyday operation, now that broker can benefit from automated money movements uh, and, and, and payments and, and transaction management within that core platform without dealing with a checkbook or another interface that they have to move data back and forth uh, to, to, right. to manage funds and, and transactions.
0: So financial institutions certainly have this challenge too, right? Like some of them don't have the ability to access you know or provide payment um services to their clients and you know i guess that would be a potential um yes. like credit unions you know who uh uh work through the uh credit union centrals um and therefore you know are either limited by or supported properly regardless um by those centrals you could you could potentially work with a like a credit union central to help them expand their payment capabilities exactly yeah we are working
1: with a lot of financial institutions because we always collaborated from day one and and it's uh to your point is we see that challenge in the treasury and cash management vertical or or arm of those uh Mm -hmm. institutions and and if it's a tier one fi that has Interest in implementing the APIs, they collaborate with our team and then we help them to build that faster. On the credit union boards, we take the same approach of vertical software applications. We know credit mm-hmm. unions use a central one or Celeros of the world. Yeah. Uh, and our goal is to collaborate with those organizations. So it gives them the ability to
0: enhance the money movement
1: or cash management across all the credit
0: unions. Got it. Okay. Well, I have a really clear picture now. (laughs) I can almost see your sales and marketing plan in front of me. (laughs) Um, So, and how, let's talk briefly about uh, open banking. And um, I think we're supposed to call it consumer directed banking, but.
1: uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Anyway. um, So what, what uh, impact do you think that's going to have on your, on your business?
1: Yes, I think the, the 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 key advantage is transparency and 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 accuracy of of data and and right now we we have all of these partners that are doing a great job even though you know they are kind of uh, probably going through various uh, processes to to capture the information, but I think open banking is becoming more uh, mainstream day by day. There are more. Mm-hmm people that are learning about the values are of open banking and, and I think with with a with a standard framework and ownership of data and 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 the, the the regulation around it it will help uh the service providers to offer higher quality of service it it helps banks to monetize uh the 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 data that is living in their uh uh, uh Uh, kind of uh, uh, servers or or platforms and consumers to have uh, access to services that that they need to provide their financial data faster and and in a more effective way. And uh, I don't see that right now happening in absence of fully implemented open banking uh, framework in Canada.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I worked in um, financial technology before i became an entrepreneur uh for 25 years and we used to say that um uh as a as a technology solution provider that regulation was the mother of innovation <laughs> <laughs> most people would not probably agree with that but <laughs> you know when you see the impact i mean regulation is the one thing that you have to you know you have to uh, adopt changes and yeah. That requires you, and this, I think, you know, in both cases for payments and for open banking, I think it's, it's going to be a really interesting couple of years ahead of us. Yeah. Um, because, you know, some will adopt, you know, approaches or strategies that will be about defending their position. Um, and some will take, you know, opportunities to grow. Um, and I think the growth is going to create all sorts of new innovation. Lots of need for what you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, they always say innovation comes, uh, regulation follows, but I think it's not the case anymore. Innovation comes and the regulation stops it and say, wait until I tell you how. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned something in um, Ottawa last week when I had some meetings with uh, the Bank of Canada and Finance Canada. And, <laughs> you know, I continue to be humbled and maybe a bit, you know, s- sort of... Um, feel like i'm continuously naive about the fact that you think that things are you know that there's armies of people um and things are so you know sort of um choreographed and you know like there's thousands of pages of i don't know work that's been done for a lot of this uh these things like like open banking and and uh, all the payment stuff, and the reality is, it comes down to a small group of people who, when you talk to them, are very open to, you know, sort of industry involvement and engagement in their uh, plans for implementation. I think that would go for both, for both the uh, Ron Morrow and his team and and Finance Finance Canada. So. It's like it's <laughs> I, yeah, it's like when I think about when you know, when you think about going to the hospital, you expect that you'll get the care you need, right? They'll save your life. Yeah. And I think that is true uh yeah. because we have doctors and we have, you know, systems that that do provide that. I think government's a little bit different. I don't think government is necessarily as, you know, all-knowing and um and uh they they don't necessarily have all the answers they need industry to help them so anyway i'm getting you off my know, soapbox the
1: now and <laughs> all service industry that you have and they don't have the expertise across every every and every industry has so many sub verticals and and i think that the challenge is sometimes uh lack of understanding of what we are trying to do the same way we talk about educating the consumer about the risk and benefits of open banking or everything else, I think it's the responsibility of innovators, entrepreneurs, or businesses to invest time and resources to educate people who are within the government entities that are making those decisions. Because if you do not know what you are addressing or what what problem you are trying to solve, you are always taking slower steps and approach where you want to make sure you don't make something, uh, you don't approve something or you don't regulate a wrong framework. So I think that's the biggest challenge where there needs to be constant messaging and education across various government entities that are involved in various subjects. You have to make them subject matter experts to 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 do things that will benefit you at the end of the day.
0: Well, that is uh, so well said. Okay. I uh, I'm yeah, very insightful um uh, comments, um, Hamad. Uh, and probably why you're part of FinTechs Canada. <laughs> which, right, is ultimately that's... doing a great job um sharing some of these thoughts with the with the right people. So maybe maybe we can end with a question that's a little bit more about, you know, sort of you and your philosophy and your um you know, how do you how are you shaping your culture? At Vopay, and you know what is it that you are. I'm sure you've learned many, many things along the way. Um, but how does how does the, all of that shape your how you're growing the company?
1: It's a great question. I think when it comes to culture, there are different assumptions on on culture, and it's a it's a it's a tricky question. I will say all the time, but we really don't have the typical startup culture of bean bags. Uh, and and a a fancy kitchen with all the three b's and i always use the uh uh a metaphor where there is a there is a concept of teaching someone how to fish or give them the fish which one is uh better so we always try to help our team members elevate we always we, we have a i would say a very uh uh precise uh, process for onboarding new team members It's not about and what we look at is their character and we look at their skill sets after because if their heart is in the right place then they can be a player in the area of their activities or or involvement in the organization and it's a culture of collaboration everyone supports each other everyone want to make sure their colleagues are going to grow with them and 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 we have a simple uh, philosophy of hire from within that if you want to open a new opportunity in a director level in a manager level in a vp level, we we give that priority to someone within the organization to prepare themselves to educate themselves and 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 they move and grow within the organization hmm.
0: Wow. Well, I don't know if you're hiring, but it sounds like a great place to be. <laughs> so, um thanks for sharing that. Those are some uh really important um uh important things I think that drives employee engagement and happiness. So um very cool. So um uh, let's wrap up. I um I want to give you a chance to just sort of restate, you know, your um uh your value proposition and your position in the market. Before we end, just yeah. just for those folks that, you know, um, maybe thinks they have an idea of, you know, hey, well, I should reach out to Hamid at Vope um, to talk about partnering. Um, tell us again, different. What is yeah?
1: Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, part of our uh, mission is to empower digital uh, transformation, and and we see the trend of many vertical software applications are. In, are bringing new value-added services, and one of the key components of many industries is money movements. That that we see how so- all software companies want to be a component of a fintech now, and 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 we build that toolbox where they don't need to invest uh, and and build everything from scratch, and they partner with Wopay, and we operate as an extended arm of those specialized ERPs. And helping them to bring money movement and payments into their core value proposition uh, ten times faster, and and we continuously innovate so they don't need to worry about being uh, on top of their game when it comes to payments and money movements.
0: Wow! Well, thank you very much. Um, Thanks for joining Fintech 8 and um, really appreciate. I'm so glad to have met you Uh, again, Hamid. Arbabia, CEO and founder of Vopay. I think you have a very bright future and I wish you all the best for, uh, you know, a nice holiday season and a great
1: 2024. It was nice meeting you. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us. Looking for more insights? Visit us at fintechscanada.ca or follow us on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time for more on Canada's latest fintech innovations.